Welcome to the next episode of Humans of SDU. It literally pains me to say this, but this is Anna's and mine last shared recorded episode ever. And I know, I know we were supposed to be keeping the focus on the guest, but I thought this was a really big milestone to share. But let's get to it now. Today we'll have Marek with us, who is my flatmate. And after I have no idea of how many months of arranging this, which is really hard because we literally live in the same house, he finally sat down with us in the studio, which we have access to thanks to Merit Media. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> so listen up. Okay, this is really strange for me because I wouldn't say this in English normally, but welcome, Marek. <laughs> this Hello. has been a long time coming. Um, let me start with a bit of a philosophical question. How many clones of yourself would you need to fight off a silverback gorilla? Well, as you may well know, I haven't uh, given this question any thoughts or any long-term thoughts. Absolutely. The, the, the conversation never goes to this point. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we've discussed this probably, I don't know, like 60 times by now. And uh, I think what we eventually came to that for me personally, I think I would just try to tire it out. So I think I would just let, let it chase like 50 clones of me and then the other 50 would just try to beat it unconscious. But I think I could never kill it. We've also discussed concussions and ball punches. So, <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a significantly improved and more decent answer than usually. But yeah, here is a taste of what the conversations between me and my flatmate and our friends uh, <laughs> usually look like. So, but actually, uh, as as everybody knows by now, yeah, we're flatmates. Uh, but that has not been the case always during your stay in Denmark, because if it's changed, well, somebody else <laughs> for me. <laughs> so can you maybe tell us if it has been an improvement? <laughs> Fingers crossed for Mishka. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say a tiny improvement and then I'm going to make you suffer it for <laughs> the entire answer of it. Because yeah, when I originally moved here, the only place available that didn't need a deposit of my kidneys would be a motel that was outside of the city like eight kilometers and the only people living there were me and a bunch of uh, field workers who didn't speak a lick of english or danish and sharing a kitchen with about 30 people was not that fun and then after i was finally saved and moved to an apartment in uh, not a very shady district in the city let's just say uh the person who i shared uh top floor bathroom with because the layout of these old Danish buildings is pretty weird so I have an apartment on the entire floor and then you walk upstairs and there's two bathrooms one for the other guy who has an apartment on that floor and then a smaller bathroom that should kind of be mine well the should part is kind of the important part of that story because <laughs> uh, I just uh, came in uh, one day and you know doing uh, doing the business that you kind of do in a bathroom. I was playing checkers. And then uh, I noticed that the toilet paper that I replaced two days ago was missing. And this was... Pre-corona, by yeah, the way. It, yeah, it's uh, a good three years before, I guess. And that kind of weirded me out. But I'm just like, okay, well, fair enough. I finished the match and then uh, I walked outside and then I walked to the other bathroom and like... I know the very specific brand of toilet paper that I use and somehow I recognized that that was the amount of the roll that I had. So this guy like 
without asking or without just taking a bit if he really needed to use it he just took the entire thing it was like okay like this is not <laughs> something you really confront another person about <laughs> so i just took it back and as kind of war with toilet paper no because i try to be the bigger man in this story so i actually took like a good chunk of it i rolled it off and i left it there so i don't leave him in some sort of predicament that he would hate me for otherwise and then i come in the next day and it's gone again <laughs> this time i checked before so i just walk into the other room and again it's uh it's there and at that point i'm like okay i kind of need to develop a strategy like this because i i don't need this sort of conversation in my life <laughs> so i just took the toilet paper and i took it downstairs with me and then for the next year of living there every single time i needed to go to the bathroom i just took it with me but he did not appreciate this <laughs> gesture of non-confrontation because he for the next year every single time he finished a roll of his own toilet paper <laughs> at this point he threw the roll of toilet paper in front of my door as he was walking downstairs. And I always heard it because like this guy just walks downstairs and there's a very like sudden like clink, you know, and it's just sometimes he threw in a shower gel and sometimes he even threw in razor blades for some reason that those were a bit uh, scarier. But the evil genius that I try to be, I didn't confront him again and i started collecting them after the first two and by the end i had a almost ikea sized bag of something that i was ready to return to him and then my two best friends from slovakia came here and they asked do we want to move in together i'm like yes but there's something i need to do first <laughs> <laughs> and at this point i've been waiting for a year to he, he had a microwave that was outside his room and that was my plan like i was just gonna stuff all these toilet paper rolls inside the microwave and leave it like that second version of it which i'm guessing was the original answer that you wanted the connotation was there so i just thought about yeah i'm just gonna shit into this guy's microwave <laughs> like he thought for a year that he's been you know making my life hell and i've just been building this up and yeah he's gonna get it back at this point but I chose to be the bigger man and I just rolled them out over the entire floor. So when he came home, I hope he had a chuckle instead of what would have been waiting for him there instead. I fail to see how, how I'm a tiny bit of an improvement. <laughs> I'm not stealing a toilet paper, man. Oh, he was also, yeah, giant junkie. And yeah, <laughs> just he's one of those people that you see very not often that is just permanently red. <laughs> like just... I don't know how much alcohol you need to consume to, in the middle of winter, look like you've just been sunburned in the face. He kind of managed to pull off that look every single day of the year. I mean, I, what I felt to see is who is actually the bigger man. <laughs> like, well, that's an interesting inside battle, of course, for sure. <laughs> But actually, this it, the 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 answer brought me to another thing. This is actually this this guy here is the original reason why I am in in Denmark because he moved here first, and then we followed because he was saying, "Oh yeah, you just come to Denmark. It's nice." And he saved all the not so nice pieces <laughs> after we've actually arrived. <laughs> but like, why? Like, why? <laughs> 
why what why i chose to specifically omit the the bad parts we can start with that yes well first of all you didn't ask so that was, that would be a good start like you're just like so how is this and this and this and this and i don't know how both of you managed to do it but when you were asking me you specifically just talked about the positive stuff so i'm like yeah the school is nice like you didn't ask me about can you get a job after the school or just like <laughs> so how's the public transportation oh like there's bikes everywhere like if you have one that costs more than 500 crowns it's probably gonna get stolen but again like just you chose very specific questions and i gave very specific answers okay so have you actually regretted it moving here uh, at some points at least yes at multiple <laughs> points especially over the first year but you know what else would you be doing uh if if you stay at home then you're you're just gonna you know eventually die when you were born and what kind of a life is that okay that's very uh, deep segue from shitting in some guy's microwave <laughs> i understand but no just I, I was wondering because there's always somebody who causes you to move to denmark and there's no there's probably literally no one here who's just decided out of their own like, agency so at some points you probably wanted to punch the original person in the face as well Yeah, for me, the first time I actually fully went out of Slovakia, that wasn't just like, haha, I just crossed the line to Hungary and then walked back five steps and that's it. <laughs> I actually went to Finland, of all places, which from Slovakia, again, love my country and we're not going to talk about it this time, but it's a bit of a change of pace because they are a bit ahead in some stuff like uh, just the country just feels very different. And from that point, I was like, yeah the second i graduate right turn 18 i have to go to somewhere that i would deem more like uh let's just call it sophisticated or that you can have a better future in and for me that uh, seemed like it was gonna be britain and during a conversation like that with my english teacher she actually asked like so what do you plan to do after school and that question again for every 18 year old you get asked 15 gazillion times every week but that specific time it just hit me like i don't know like probably gonna move to to london and get in debt like for the education which is pretty expensive and i specifically said it in a way that she said oh but i actually have uh if if you are confident in your english speaking skills and want to pursue it like that i have a student in and she didn't know how to pronounce fun which again Uh, neither do we neither do we fully <laughs> probably fine. just mispronounced it she didn't know it was sdu and she didn't know it was onza but she just described like where there's middle island something something and then she said the magical words oh the education is not only free but in some weird way they actually pay you to study there and at this point 18 year old uh not as smart kid as i was i just looked straight at her i'm like yeah and the houses are made out of gingerbread and everybody gets free candy every week right it's like no no no. it's some weird like there are some weirder clauses about it but uh eventually like uh you can actually get paid to study there and that was uh yeah that uh, that was how i got there i think the candy still could make it better though oh I'm yeah <laughs> not against that <laughs> well i'll see what i can do with the administrative but, uh. <laughs> shout out to candy king <laughs> in no way shape or form sponsored <laughs> <laughs> this episode um but anyway i guess it was a big step for you because you were you said you were freshly after high school and it was the first big step to go out right yeah this was 
at my graduation exam in English, after the first five minutes, they ask, so what are you doing? And I'm just like, well, in three days, I'm flying to Liverpool to make enough cash to actually try to move to Denmark. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, while everybody was celebrating, I was already working in a warehouse for like, <laughs> eight hours a night. So. Mm. Because when I came here, you already seemed quite established to me. I met you through Mishka and I was like, yeah, Marek, he has his own business, you know, he does this design stuff, he works here, he goes to school there. I was like, wow, that's some that's some progress <laughs> since the first day. So what is it that the, yeah, what is it that you're up to? Well, right now I wanted to go back to studying, so I'm actually... Uh, fit for this podcast because I'm at the SDU in Culling and I study product design but again that was one of the clauses of how people can actually stay in Denmark and that's you have to work while you're here and since I made enough money in Liverpool to stay here for the first month I kind of had to work here and eventually that got me into working for startups and those startups kind of need a lot of design and it turns out that's something that I'm pretty proficient at. So then I just started working for more and more startups and eventually got a got a very good job at a larger company. I'm the NDAs that I have to dance around with all of this are going to be pretty weird. But uh, yeah, and then aside from just having a main student job, which guarantees all the scholarships and stuff like that, I also have my uh, my own sort of agency project and stuff like that which i'm gonna put myself on a shooting grade right now and i'm gonna say the website is gonna be up finally after literally three years which i'm celebrating this month by the time that this podcast is up hopefully so oh you have some deadlines so there's like a what next week <laughs> yeah let's push you even further let's do it this week <laughs> so there's a challenge but this is this is something that's your main main focus right your, your own agency, that's something that you are most, most driven about? Yeah, it's sort of uh, a creative outlet and that's what kind of drove me to, to go into Denmark and uh, to, to pursue this sort of education because uh, I sort of always wanted just more than it seemed that you can get back at home education-wise and job-wise. And when you come here and they introduce you to a completely new world of like, startups and then design isn't only flyers and really bad looking posters and eventually uh, I just started liking doing it and people seem to want to pay me for it which if you get to that point then <laughs> life kind of gets fun we kind of have to get to that point <laughs> <clears throat> we do love this podcast don't get us wrong <laughs> no, it doesn't pay anything <laughs> never mind but this is, the, is this your first venture or is this something that you've always been dreaming about to have something of your own, not just work at somebody else's startup? The fun part is when people ask me like, okay, so you, you say that you have like four years of experience in Denmark, but like how many years of experience in general? I'm like, okay, how far do you want to go back? Like, are we going to say that commercial work is the work that you produce that somebody pays you for and then it makes them money. That would be the definition. Yeah, because if, if yes, then I started making uh, like shirts for print and posters for people when I was around 13. So that's where it would start. But 
my mother would never forgive me because she reminds me at every single time that uh, every single point that she gets the chance to in fifth grade i recently just moved schools like this was one of the first few months in the new school and completely new to all the teachers so i have to be as nice to them as possible and then the person you probably And the person you kind of want to be the nicest to is probably the principal, which uh, in this case was a, was a lady. And she is now my mother's boss, so that's why my, my mom gets reminded of this story almost every time she sees her. But then she also knew that I probably was never going to take any shit in my entire life. Because basically what was going on, so the school attracts more kids. They have this sort of event where each of the classes just makes something which again very specific goals there and you can bake something you can cut something out of paper and then you can sell it at like a it's not a garage sale but it looks like one and then all the parents with the kids that are going to be probably starting at that school or i think it and the current parents they just come and look at it and then you can try to sell it to them the thing is i already in fifth grade realized i wouldn't want to buy a cake that was baked by another fifth grader I mean, why not? We've had some seriously good guests at baking, okay? But not from the fifth grade. <laughs> I mean, why not? Like, the talent's probably always there. I Sorry, continue. <laughs> remembering what those cakes look like and the faces of the people who actually spent that money, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. <laughs> and then also, yeah, uh, something made out of paper mache and you try to sell it to them for <laughs> very unreasonable prices, then... The- <laughs> That's where the business thinking first kicked in. And I'm just like, okay, so I'm not going to target the parents. I'm going to target the kids that they're going there with. And then I spent a solid two weeks learning how to make balloon animals. And then instead of just being a good boy and working with my own class, I set up my own separate table, <laughs> like right next to them. And I think I ended up making like two or three times more money than the other classes put together. Not bragging, but this is where I'm gonna have to knock myself off the pedestal, so that's why I needed to get something up. to put me up. Yep. Marek, the team player. Yeah. <laughs> so the principal's going around and she's, you know, commenting on all the stuff and every table gives her something and then she comes to mine and she's like, oh, this dog, like, it's so absolutely cute, but I really wish I brought my wallet because I don't have anything with me. And... <laughs> To be honest, at this point, it still makes sense to me, but <laughs> instead of saying, yeah, just take it, you know, just you, you owe me one or something like that. What, <laughs> what I said at that point is, is I just looked her straight in the face and I said, oh, it's fine. I'll wait. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's why every time my mom sees that uh, that principle, she gets reminded that, uh, yeah, I'm probably not ever going to get screwed by a paying client in my entire <laughs> life. Was it actually a dog? Or was it like yes, a yes. poorly made giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've seen your balloon animals. They're really cute. You really do that. You still make them? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's, I spent two weeks learning it when I was five. Like, I can still, like, I didn't bring one here because, again, didn't think that this would come up. But Yeah, because, yeah, there's actually, I, I completely forgot about this, but you've, you've, I think maybe a year and a half ago or a year ago, you just started 
strange sounds started to come from our attic. You know, like the, the, the sounds balloons made when, you know, when you're like trying to push them against each other. It's like, what the hell is that? And you come up and you see your flatmate making balloon animals out of nowhere. Not the strangest thing I've seen you do in that attic. I was about to get to that. This is that Iron Man moment of you just walking upstairs and saying like, yeah, let's be honest, this is not the worst thing that you caught me doing. I think it was like the first month that we were living together and I think she wanted to ask something about taxes because oh, yeah. again they were here very very uh, freshly and she just comes home and she hears like absolute carnage from upstairs because <laughs> just like if I'm trying to like smash through the table that we have in our attic office and then she comes up and she sees me with the most solid cutting board we have like atomizing a bunch of cookies with a hammer just it, it it probably looked insane but like this speaks to how well she knows what kind of person i am <laughs> she just looked and it's like huh well anyway i wanted to ask you something about scat i just didn't even question it because so i'm gonna question it now <laughs> what was that uh we were making cake or i was <laughs> i was making cake and the neighbors below us had uh, two very young children and I wanted to be kind of respectful, but I'm pretty sure that whatever I was doing to those cookies probably reverberated <laughs> to, the, to the mole people that live downstairs as well. Okay, no more questions. <laughs> well, it was nice. Thanks no follow-up questions. Uh, the cakes are delicious, I have to say that. That's, that's why it's probably only a tiny bit of improvement from your previous journey bloodmate is i eat all of them yeah, I, I think i'll i think i'll take the the cake eating over the toilet rolls if i'm being honest <laughs> that sounds like a reasonable choice yeah well <laughs> <laughs> you left me speechless <laughs> but i actually it i know it sounds ridiculous but my parents were here maybe a week or two weeks ago and I was making cheese cake for them, and I literally did take a hammer <laughs> and hammered down the cookies. My dad looked insanely proud of my hammer skills. <laughs> Probably not the way he wanted me to use it, but I mean, it, you'll just have to take what, what so you can get. So is that the best you guys got from your cohabitating? <laughs> Cake? Hammering cookies, c cakes. <laughs> Trying to think of something uh, safe for work, but uh, I don't know. We we have a mutual agreement that don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. So that that was I think that was part of the cookie part as well. That, that was established at the cookie incident. But it seems like it was Marek's rule even before that with the toilet paper and stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't like to get those answers either. <laughs> How do you bring it up? That that was my thing. It's just uh, like I hear him coming home. It's like, hey man. Uh, why? <laughs> you should I, have written the message on the actual toilet paper and he would roll it off. And on like, every <laughs> single one of them. Yes. <laughs> W-H-Y. <laughs> it would just like continue. <laughs> write or spread out the entire thing and write him a complete message and then roll it back up so he has to read it like eventually. Well, <laughs> given the pace, your toilet paper was going missing it wouldn't take him long probably i would make it at once <laughs> anyway instead of writing the message to your former flatmate maybe you could leave us with one message here 
And that brings us to the very last question of this episode. Um, we ask it every guest, and you probably know that from Mishka. I'm sure she's piloted that. I'm question. so sorry. <laughs> I also gave him a list of episodes to listen to in preparation. Did you? Yes, I did. Oh, well, okay. But and at 2.5 times the speed, like <laughs> that's how I usually consume like all media. So like you guys talking at this speed, I'm just like, get on with it. Come on, let's go. Like, <laughs> I thought I, I heard Rasmus in a really yeah, shipman yeah. <laughs> style of voice. <laughs> how I roll. Anyway, to your last to your last question. What is your life hack, Marek? What is it that helps you get through life? I would Stealing say... toilet paper. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, this is the last episode of me and Mishka, so <laughs> we can trash it. <laughs> I would say, and uh, I'm going to have to have a disclaimer right after the opening statement. I would say, live your life like a video game, not the first person shooter kind. I don't need that on my soul. That's not the advice I'm trying to give. More like an MMO, like uh, a place where you need to gather experience. So again, like the question that came up before, if you stay in the same place and you don't tackle new obstacles, you're gonna stay at the same level that you're at right now. But if you go and face challenges that are absolutely not gonna be comfortable and probably the worst thing at that point in your life, eventually you're gonna get so much experience that you're gonna start gathering new skills and you're gonna start being way more valuable to people and eventually you might become someone you can be proud of. So collect your experience points. Yeah. <laughs> and steal toilet yep. paper. <laughs> and steal toilet paper. That's probably, be, that's probably an achievement you need to unlock. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe your roommate saw it that way. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. It was a real pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Pleasure sure. all mine. And we're glad we finally got you here. Yeah, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. And that was it. I will really try not to cry <laughs> because it was okay. It was funny, and it was also our last episode with Anna. So it's been a real, real pleasure, guys. And yeah, continue listening to him as a video. 